Hello, and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach. Today is Thursday, August the 12th, 2021, and I am here to discuss a really exciting eight-game NBA Summer League slate where we have three games in the afternoon and five games in the evening. So it is around-the-clock basketball. Uh, we've got everything hopping here at DFS Coach Talk. We have a full MLB slate today, including that cool Field of Dreams game against the White Sox and Yankees. We have golf going on, a PGA event uh, right now, which is, is also looking good. And uh, just, it's wonderful. This is the best time of the year uh, to be uh, into DFS. And here at DFS Coach Talk, we've got everything prepared for you. Uh, we would love to have you join us. Uh, jump to DFSCoachTalk.com. You can sign up for any of our passes, including a three-day pass, uh, which is only for $10. So great time to get involved. You get the If you sign up today, you get the Thursday, Friday, Saturday action. Uh, we've got weekend-only PGA coming up, tons of baseball, and of course, this phenomenal NBA Summer League. So I am in my glory watching all these basketball games. We still have almost a full week of the games left. So I'm very excited about that. We're starting to see more and more rotations and things are becoming a little bit more clear as far as uh, where the emphasis is going to go. Now, the, the thing we do have to watch out, and we'll mention that when we go through the games today, there are some strong players that have been playing that have played two or three games and may get shut down for the rest of the way. So we've got to keep our, you know, eyes and ears peeled on every piece of information we can get for summer league for every edge. You're not going to find a, a more uh, stronger or intense provider in DFS than us when it comes to the NBA summer league. We do the same thing with the NBA preseason, regular season playoffs, Olympics, you name it. We're, we're following it. NBA. Uh, that is our keystone sport here. Uh, we're huge NFL uh, as well, but NBA, you know, is near and dear to my heart, as you can see Dirk and my friends in the back here and Michael and Kobe. So anyway, we don't want to uh, spend too much time because we have a, a lot to go over. I'm going to abbreviate it as much as I can today uh, to let people hear it quicker because I know there's not much time, everything squeezed in, and we do have eight teams play, uh, games today, 16 teams playing. So we're going to touch on each one of them just to give you a, a heads up and, and a run to building some lineups. For our members, this is also huge because, you know, we follow Draft King's guidelines and we only give out core groups or highlighted groups. And then the members have to build out their, their roster. And then for those that are not members, uh, then this also gives uh, a great opportunity for you uh, to uh, build some rosters out based on the podcast. Okay, here we go. We're diving in, and uh, our friends at betus.com.pa, we have the lines for these games. I figured maybe that'll help keep me on track of the teams as we go because it gets a little confusing, uh, especially when Andrew's here not to keep me on the rails because I get going on certain things, and, and you know how that goes. So first game. San Antonio Spurs and the Charlotte Hornets. 
Uh, Hornets are minus two, and it's a 167 and a half. Uh, it's not the over unders are not going to matter much in these games. All 16 teams, their implied totals and the totals for the games all range from 166 to 174. So there is a spread of eight points, but they're all bunched in there. There's no egregious high or low. Uh, and as far as the biggest spread on the board, most of them are two, three points. We do have Portland a seven-point uh, favorite over the Pacers. But other than that, they're all very close. All right, let's dive. San Antonio and Charlotte. San Antonio Spurs, uh, we want to focus in on a few guys here. Jones, who was 9 for 19 the last game, uh, four rebounds. He's tough, 23 points. He's shown consistency. Jeffries has also been consistent with minutes and uh, starting to step up his uh, additional stats to, to the uh, ledger here. But I'd, I'd prefer Jones. And then uh, Vassell did not play very much, so we want to steer from him. They are using a lot of guys. The other two guys I'm going to jump on here are Wise Camp, who was uh, can hit the threes. He, he hit two threes, <clears throat> took nine shots, and he gets some rebounds, assists, steals, blocks. So Wise Camp is a, is a sneaky guy. And uh, Newman off the bench, Newman, like from Seinfeld, he's, uh, he had 19 points his last game, took 15 shots, second to Jones with field goal attempts. So the guys I'm looking at to jump up for the Spurs, Jones, Wisecamp, Newman. All right, we go to the second team uh, that are playing the Spurs, and that's the Charlotte Hornets. So we're going to X out of the Spurs, go to the Hornets. All right, Hornets, uh, they are playing basically a tighter rotation than most teams. Seven guys got big minutes uh, the last couple of games. Richards, Kulboka, uh, Riller, Jones, Booknight, Ball, and Carton. Uh, so I'm going to recommend a few guys here. Um, I think uh, Richards, solid, definitely uh, can score the ball. He, he rebounds as well. Same as Jones. Jones had 30 minutes. He's been their go-to guy. Book night I've been playing, and he's let me down a little bit. Only 11 points, two rebounds. And the game before that, he had, it sort of got shut down. But uh, he's been dinged up a little bit, so not going to go back to book night. Don't quite trust it. Jones is the man there. Uh, Kulboka's been good, too. He's getting a lot of shots up. He's a, a sneaky guy to get in there. I think he'll do well. And uh, DJ Carton, I mean, he's Carton. He has been uh, in low minutes in the 20s, really producing uh, points and assists, steals. He's a good steals guy. So super cheap, super interesting guy in, uh, in DJ there. So he's one recommendation, Jones being number one. Koboka is, is my third option on that squad. All right, we go on to game two. It's the Chicago Bulls and Minnesota Timberwolves. T-Wolves are minus one, and it's a 169.5 over under. So if we look at the Bulls here, we've got uh, some guys that we can go to. If Patrick Williams, as long as he's going to continue to play, he's one of the shutdown guys, I think, maybe after this next game. But he's just killing. He's playing big minutes, big points, big rebounds. 
I mean, Patrick Williams has to be a priority play. If he's going to play, uh, and we'll check that all the way up until lock, he's my number one guy in today uh, without question. A couple other bulls that caught my interest. I think uh, Simonovic has been playing the big spot for them. Uh, I think he'll get decent minutes again. Uh, he's also pretty cheap. That's a guy that you can consider. Uh, Moot uh, also uh, is getting additional minutes. He's up into the mid-20s. Uh, I think he's a guy that you have to possibly look at uh, as, as a guy to jump on. Everybody else, they're going deeper, playing 11 guys. Uh, but Williams, no-brainer. Uh, Mu and maybe Saminovich would be the guys for the Bulls. On the other side of the ledger here for the Minnesota Timberwolves are a couple of easy plays here. And again, we just need to keep watching, make sure these guys are going to continue to play. But there are a few guys that got big minutes uh, and uh, the T-Wolves aren't playing around here. I think they're trying to maybe win this thing, get a little positive momentum going. And as long as they're going to keep playing their key guys, I'm going to even stack two, three of these guys. I don't care if it is a 16 teams, eight game slate. Uh, they're playing their main guys and it looks like they're trying to win. They, they pulled out the uh, win against the Spurs. Uh, I think they're a dangerous team. So uh, McDaniels who played and started games in the regular season, absolutely a great play. Uh, Knight, Nathan Knight, who was very low owned. We crushed with him last time, 19 and nine. I think he's in there. And then Jalen Noel. I mean, the guy is, I'm telling you right now, and I mentioned this to Dawson when we were watching the game, I think he is either going to start over DiVincenzo in a, the championship Bucks lineup if DiVincenzo's not healthy. Uh, they did pick up Grayson Allen, so he may start there. But the bottom line is Jay, uh, Noel, Jordan Noel, he needs to play. This kid is good. Good, and he got up 20 shots in this last game, six rebounds, four assists. I mean, he can play. I think he'll be a key component to the Bucks next year, and I love him in this game. So he's also my 1-1-A of the first two guys in, uh, and I love McDaniels. I love Knight. You could also even dial up right if you'd like, right the fourth, that is. He had five steals the last game, which is a little bit – you know, of an aberration, but the guy can play. And like I said, it's the, the T you have to spot out the teams that are really looking to win it. Cause you've got out of the 30 teams, there's probably from what I saw about 13 of the teams that really don't care. They're just using this as summer league. Look at some guys, see what happens. Then you've got about three or four teams that are taking it pretty serious. They want to be competitive and then you've got your three or four teams that are trying to win it. And I believe Minnesota is one of those. And when they do that, you're going to get extra minutes. Uh, I mean, that's the year before last, the summer league, when they had it, COVID, and they missed it. But uh, they had, we rode Memphis. Uh, they won the championship. Taylor Jenkins coached him that year. But they had Brandon Clark and all, you know, a bunch of guys that were going to play for them the next year. And they wanted to make it somewhat of a dress rehearsal and riding those guys uh, was fantastic and really, really paid off stacking them throughout the summer league. And I think Minnesota is definitely one of those teams. Uh, and I'll mention a couple of the other ones as we go uh, that you can plan on doing that with. So uh, don't be afraid uh, to, to roll some of these guys out there. 
Uh, in order, I'd go uh, Noel, McDaniels, Knight, and then right the fourth. Okay, against uh, the next game, we're going to cross out of Minnesota. Okay, next game on the board is uh, Washington Wizards, Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn favored by three and a half, 167 and a half over under. So we're going to look at, first of all, the Washington Wizards. There they are. Okay, the Wizards. Interesting team here. Problem is nine deep, nobody over 25 minutes pretty consistently. They're one of the teams just riding it out. Uh, they got drilled by Sacramento last time. So as far as recommending any guys from here, it's iffy. Uh, you know, uh, Holmesley had a nice game. He's getting mid-20s minutes. Uh, the guy that I like, but, you know, he's just feeling his way is the rookie Kispert. I think he's got potential to have a decent game as well. Uh, Jones off the bench, possibly, but I'm not going to have many Wizards, if any, but uh, probably Holmesley, Kispert, and Jones would be the three that I'd recommend if I did uh, decide to go there. All right, the other teams, the Brooklyn Nets. I'm going to click on the Nets here. And we've got interesting here because uh, Weatherspoon is really trying to make the team. He looked decent in mid-20s minutes. The old man, Knight, uh, is Brandon Knight. He's trying to hook on with somebody. 26 minutes last time out, nine points, though. I, he just doesn't look great. I, I'm not going to play him, but I can see if somebody did. Uh, after that, you know, I like Reggie Perry. I I dialed him up and he threw a nice two for 10 uh, dud in there, but he did have 12 rebounds to make up for it a little bit uh, and only six points. But Reggie Perry is a guy that I think can make this league. I, I think he's uh, got the talent and he'd be the, the most interesting guy for me on the nets. Uh, Thomas has been solid. He was 16 shots up 19 real points. Uh, he's been very good off the bench for the Nets, and he's a guy that you can consider. Um, so for me, Nets, not bad. I would I would go Perry, uh, Thomas, and Weatherspoon as the three guys uh, that would be into consideration for me. Okay, Nets. We're done with the Nets. Next game on the docket is the Indiana Pacers at the, and the Portland Trailblazers. This is the game that has the bigger spread with Portland minus seven. And it's a 169 and a half over under. So let's look at this Pacers team. And it is, uh, it, you know, there's a couple of guys here we can focus on. And after that, it's a quick downfall. And so I'm only going to recommend two, not three, for this game. Uh, and they're very simple Duarte and Brissett. Those two guys, they both got 30 minutes. They both got up, they got a combined 31 shots up. Uh, 34 real points. They're rebounding, assisting. If they continue to play those two guys big minutes, uh, those are the two go-to guys, Duarte and Brissett. After that, it's just a hodgepodge of guys uh, getting minutes, nobody that I would recommend. Uh, all right, on the other side, uh, we've got this Portland team, and that's an interesting grab here on Portland. Uh, and I think the reason why 
you see that big spread is Portland has a few guys playing some good ball, but they're doing it as a team. They've got 10, 11 guys uh, in between 14 and 28 minutes. So a big rotation, but they do have some guys playing well. Not sure whether you want to go there or not. I mean, Moutier, King, Fareed, Beasley, and Ellaby, uh, you know, they're experienced guys. They're probably one of the more uh, experienced groups of all 30 teams that are playing here. You've got some veterans that are trying to make some teams. Um, you know, not like jumping somersaults over any of these guys. King's probably been the best. He's gotten the most minutes, gotten up double-digit shots. He can rebound. So King would, would probably be number number one. Fareed, you know, if he gets, he only got 21 minutes in this last game. He did grab 12 rebounds. We know he's a rebound machine. He's definitely trying to hook on somewhere. So, you know, when he's in there, he's going to play hard. You can take a chance there or Beasley. Beasley was lousy this last game and only played 19 minutes, but is dangerous. Ellaby, two for 11. He was another one of my guys that couldn't hit the broad side of a barn. But, you know, mid-20s minutes, he's got some talent. Uh, and, you know, you can consider him. After that, I mean, Simmons, Wofford, and Blakeney all did okay off the bench. Uh, you know, they they crushed uh, the Clippers by 20, uh, I think really because they have so much experience. And, you know, being a seven-point favorite, you expect a lot more of the same. But it's not a team you run to because of the depth. Um, I mentioned a lot of those guys. I doubt I'm going to go anywhere other than probably King just because I don't trust it. But, man, if you're playing a few GPP shots, you can, uh, you know, try Moutier, Fareed, Beasley, Ellaby, uh, and Blakeney, Simmons, uh, and even Watford. I mean, they literally are that deep and that dangerous of a team. But uh, very tough in the split minutes department. Uh, when you're trying to get guys, you know, that are going to dominate play and usage. Okay, we're done with the Trailblazers. We move to the next game. And before we do that, we're halfway through. We have four games down, four to go. Real quickly, if you're watching this on YouTube, please hit the thumbs up. Please hit the subscribe button and click the little alert button in the upper uh, corner there. That'll let you know when all our podcasts post. And with all this wild action in the NBA uh, Summer League, uh, you're going to want to know when those post. Uh, also, we're going to have some baseball pods coming up uh, as soon as the Summer League is over. So you'll want to know when they're coming up. And, uh, you know, football's right around the corner. Uh, and, you know, we'll have all kinds of stuff going on. So uh, please hit that, that thumbs up and that subscribe button, though. That really helps us reach some internal goals here at Coach Talk. We bring this to you in front of the paywall every day. So uh, as a thank you to us, we'd really appreciate that thumbs up and uh, and definitely a subscribe. If you're listening on our, any of our podcast landing spots, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, iTunes, uh, you name it, we're everywhere, Podbean, Stitcher, iHeart, uh, just take a second there, wherever you can put a five-star rating and a quick review, quick little statement. Uh, we have a free one-week all-access membership to Coach Talk that we draw at the end of every month. And somehow we're almost already to the middle, middle of August. I don't know how, but we're getting there. So uh, do that uh, if you can. 
and hopefully you can be a winner. We've we've had some winners that have come aboard and hit big and have, are still uh, staying with us for the long term. So we'd love to have you do that. Um, also, if you want to join, great time to join DFSCoachTalk.com. Several different packages you can uh, get involved with. And, you know, we've got a very short period of time till the NFL starts. Uh, amazing amount of baseball every day. Uh, our PGA golf's been red hot. And then, of course, you know, our exclusive coverage of the way uh, we're covering this NBA Summer League. You're going to want to be a part of that right down to the final game uh, next week. So uh, we'd love to have you. All right. Back on track here. Uh, we've got the Orlando Magic at the Boston Celtics. Boston minus four, and this is 174. So this game is the highest by a couple of points. Something to note, definitely a plus in that column for these two teams. Let's talk about the Orlando Magic. Here you go with a team that is going for it. This is one of the teams. They're one and one, so they have a ways to go. But I think they're going for it. They're playing... Their, their rookie guys, Wagner and Suggs, quite a bit. And Hampton and Anthony are getting a lot of minutes. They're, they're, what they've done is they've rolled out Hampton, Anthony, and Suggs a lot together and see how those minutes are going to shake out. So you're talking about two or three uh, at least of the real starters for the Magic for next year. So it's definitely worth a look. Um, I think all four of those guys, I'm not even going to mention the bench guys, even though they're, they're doing okay, but you know, to grab two of the four guys of Wagner, Hampton, Anthony, and Suggs, great idea. Um, I'm not a big Wagner guy. I think he was drafted way too high. Uh, Mo's brother, uh, here, he's just not that good to me. So I'm going to fade him, but he got 30 minutes and, and he's out there. So, you know, there is the potential for him to step up and prove me wrong. Uh, I like two of the three of Hampton, Anthony, and Suggs. You can't go wrong with those guys. Um, Anthony had a one-for-nine game uh, lately, too, so he's going to pop back out of that. Uh, I think Hampton's talent is ridiculous, and Suggs, to me, is going to be an, just you know a potential all-star. And he, he's been getting up over 20 shots, so... You talk a guy that about a guy that's taking the bulls by the horn here, uh, or bull by the horns. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's certainly a guy you can go to. Expensive, but maybe worth the spend just because of the usage and the heavy play. All right, let's go to the Boston Celtics. The Boston Celtics are very interesting here. I think that they may be the team that wins this. So that's still in that group of three or four that are are going for it unless they're going to set some of these studs down towards the end. But they have, you know, a, a new coach and Stevens moved into the front office. So maybe they want to set a precedent with some of these young guys uh, as winning because they had such a disappointing year last year uh, with their early exit. And they, uh, you know, they made some changes. But, you know, this, this team here is definitely one that you've actually needed like two Celtics uh, in the optimal lineups thus far in their two wins. So Boston, again, a team that could be the team to beat. Here are the guys, and I'm not going to go into the deep bench here because until they rest some of these guys, I think you focus on Edwards, Pritchard, Langford, and Nesmith. All four guys 
were on the Celtics last year. All four got minutes, sometimes started. I mean, we're talking about NBA guys here that, that know what it takes. So very, very uh, tempting to grab a couple of those guys. Prices differ in different spots. Um, the guy that was absolutely red hot this last game is, is Nesmith. Somehow put up 33 real points in only 21 minutes. A very impressive outing. But you may get the same from a Lankford, Pritchard, or Edwards. So uh, you got to have some Boston exposure. I mean, there's just no doubt about it. And how many, uh, that's the tough part to decide and what you can fit in price-wise. Uh, I don't think you really need to go deeper than that. You know, Hauser had a bad game off the bench, but he's shown some promise for them. Uh, but I'm sticking with the main dudes. Uh, Bruno Fernando, another veteran of the league that's played, he only got 15 minutes, but he did start at center. Uh, you know, a guy that you can consider in a pinch uh, if you're looking to, to save some money. Okay. We're going to the Houston Rockets against the Toronto Raptors. Houston minus four, 171 and a half uh, over under. And obviously we know one of the big stories thus far uh, has been the rookie uh, Green. He's been really impressive. He only took 11 shots this last game. Six for 11 though. And uh, they're 2-0. and oh. This team is, is playing well. Uh, Green has been their leader, though, flat out, 25 real points again. I mean, this guy is the real ticket. He's he's a shooter, scorer, leader, uh, you know, definitely a candidate for Rookie of the Year, in my opinion, uh, 30 minutes and getting it done. So has to be one of those top considerations. Again, price, salary becomes a little bit of an issue here, but uh, he's fantastic. He's their leader and he's getting it done, even though he's playing with some guys that have uh, played decent NBA minutes. Uh, Sengun uh, has been fantastic as well. He has made me a believer. I have faded him and I am done fading him. He had 21 and eight again with three assists, a steal and four blocks. He has been lighting it up. So Sengun is in my list today to play uh martin jr of course we played him a ton last year when the rockets were shorthanded he's got to be a consideration and we mentioned green i'll tell you who's good much better than i realized is christopher if you watched him play that kid can play 27 minutes 15 points seven assists three rebounds good distributor of the basketball sees the floor uh, i think he makes the rockets this year i don't think he is a g league guy Thomas has played well, Lamb off the bench, and Tate got in for two minutes, so I'm not sure what the deal is there. I'm staying away from him. And Foster's not bad. But for me, it's all about green in this order. Green, Sengun, Martin, Christopher, and Thomas. The starting five, I mean, you can roster any of those guys. Feel great about it. They're 2-0. They won the last game by 20, and they're going for it as well. So that's the, the, the other three teams that I mentioned. So we've got those squads that are really playing guys and going after the, the uh, championship to win it. Uh, having a couple of those players on each team is very uh, comforting when it comes to the fourth quarter and they're putting teams away. Okay, uh, as far as the other side of the ball uh, against Detroit, 
is where are we at here? Uh, I'm not Detroit, the Rockets. That's why I see I'm trying to throw myself. Andrew, where are you? <laughs> Toronto Raptors is the other team I'm trying to find. See, I'm staying on pace today. Uh, Raptors are the other team. Okay, here we go. This is interesting. Precious Achua, who was a fantastic pickup for the Raptors in that big deal with Lowry, he played 28 minutes and a double-double. He is good. I think he's going to be a nice player in this league and a fantastic move for the Raptors. Uh, Malachi Flynn, what can I say about him? 19 shots up. He was one of my better guys in that last game. Needs a few more assists and could do a little better on the periphery, which he usually does. That's why I think he's a good play. They haven't priced him right yet, and I love his upside. Malachi Flynn is actually my favorite Raptor in this game. But Precious uh, Chua and Scotty Barnes, you, you know, those are the next two guys on the list. Barnes is good. He's their high pick. He, he's an athlete. He's a little raw, so I don't know if I want to spend the money for him. <clears throat> he was only two for eight in his last game, but he does get after. He was eight for 12 uh, from the foul line, so – Somebody you can consider. After that, they're they're going pretty deep. I mean, the minutes were split between Wainwright, Johnson, Gillespie. Uh, let's see. Morgan got in some champagne. He got in there and Adam. So I'm not going to go deep there. It's all about, for me, you know, Flynn followed by Achua and possibly Barnes, but more than likely not. <clears throat> okay, two games remaining. Philadelphia 76ers at the Atlanta Hawks. Philly minus three and a half. Over-under is 170. So we're going right to the Philadelphia 76ers. Interesting here. You've got uh, Maxie, of course, super stud Maxie, who you know could start for the Sixers next year. Who knows? Probably not. Probably come off the bench. But he... He's an easy play. Uh, he's expensive, though. He's 21 points, five rebounds, four assists, three steals. He's just terrific player. Terrific uh, find for them. Great draft pick, and I think he gets big minutes for the Sixers regardless. <clears throat> so he's number one. The other two guys that, that are uh, Joe and Reed, both are good players. I mean, they both got minutes this year. So they got some starts even. Uh, both got mid-20s, both potential uh, potential guys, I think, in this game as well. So uh, after Maxi, I'd go Joe and Reed. Uh, you can take a small look at Springer. He got 12 shots up. He's not bad. He can score the ball. And then after that, the bench is just very deep and uh, big rotation, nobody much over 15 minutes. So uh, not one of my target teams because I don't know – I don't believe I'm going to be able to afford Maxi, although I'd like to. Uh, hopefully, can squeeze in Joe or Reed as uh, to get some exposure uh, to this game. All right, and the Sixers will be playing the Atlanta Hawks. So let's see what we have on the Hawks. Uh, you've got a couple of guys here that have been standing out consistently. Now, first of all is Johnson. He's their go-to guy. He is the alpha guy on the court. He's a rookie that, that means business. 18 and 10, uh, you know, fantastic draft pick for them. This is a guy that's going to contribute this year, in my opinion. And he has really flexed it out in this uh, summer league so far. 
showing that he is NBA ready. So Johnson's number one. Uh, the other two guys, Akun Purcell has been uh, steady, getting good minutes. He's a good rebounder, good team floor player. Uh, I think he'll continue to get good minutes. And then the man Cooper, who hit the big corner three, uh, he had played 29 minutes, 21 points, nine assists. Just looked like a really solid floor leader. Could get some backup minutes be behind Young regular season-wise. I think he's that close to being ready. So uh, for me, it's all about Johnson, Akun Purcell, and Cooper. Those three guys, big town, big time standout. Uh, Mays also deserves to at least be mentioned because he's been steady getting big minutes as well. So uh, expect a decent game from the Hawks and would like to have some exposure for sure. All right, last game. We're there, believe it or not. 16 teams, two left. Phoenix Suns at the Denver Nuggets. Nuggets are minus one and a half. It's a 166 over under. Let's look at the Suns first. Suns playing a few guys, decent minutes. Uh, Smith, again, 30 minutes with 12 and 15, so he's got to be into consideration. Uh, they've got actually got multiple Smiths, so it's the J. Smith that plays forward, not the guard J. Smith. Uh, I think they have three J. Smiths, actually, which is really confusing. But the, the, the J. Smith that is the forward played 30 minutes last time. He's He deserves uh, a strong look. Uh, after that, it's been, you know, really by committee. Uh, they're, they're not very good. They're 0-2, and they're just playing everybody. They're not, you know, going to get anywhere playoffs-wise here in this in this uh, summer league. But Alexander had a really good game off the bench in 23 minutes. He had 16 points. Simon, not bad, you know, forward center kind of guy, hits the glass. But really, it's Smith and pretty much a pass on the, a weaker Phoenix summer league team okay the last team the denver nuggets the denver nuggets they have a new guy in the mix there that uh definitely showed that he can play he started and uh you know didn't do what uh he's capable of doing but still did well so my favorite guy for the nuggets is that gentleman mr not highland Highland started, played 25 minutes after missing the first game, and uh, he had 16 points, seven assists. He's a player. I know uh, talking to Joe Stanton, one of our, our coach talk uh, team, uh, he loves this kid, and he's high on him, and that you know that says a lot right there. And then seeing him first uh, time out of the shoot do that well, he's my go-to guy here. Uh, what can you say about Bull Bull? I mean, my goodness, that guy is proving that he needs minutes. He needs to be in the real Nuggets rotation when the season starts. How about these numbers? 24 minutes, that's it. 26 points, nine rebounds, two blocks. And, I mean, this this is a guy that can even handle in the open floor, hit the three. Uh, really impressed with him. So certainly in play here uh, without question. After that, they've just gone very deep. Uh, they're 0-2, and they hadn't had Highland for that first game. But I think you just look flat out at Highland and Bowl and then pass on the rest of the guys that are all splitting minutes and nobody really jumping off the page. So that is it, my friends. I tried to move it a little quicker so everybody has a chance to listen in. 
I hope this gives you a bunch of help uh, for your, your uh, DFS play in Summer League. We have afternoon slate uh, and then evening slate. And I'm going to get this up there as soon as possible so we have a chance uh, to check it out. If you have any questions for me, you can uh, post them right in YouTube if that's where you're watching or listening. I'll definitely answer those. If you want to catch me on Twitter, uh, you can catch anybody on the team at DFS Coach Talk. I'm at Joe Sarvati, J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I, if you want to direct something straight to me. Uh, Andrew Hansen, who's in the process of moving right now, so he's having a lot of fun. But if you do want to uh, catch him, he's at Language Olympic. That is it. Check out DFSCoachTalk.com. Sign up. Come join this community. We are killing it and having a lot of fun doing it. Great community. And, uh, and you certainly can catch me every day here because I will certainly be looking to crush it in NBA Summer League DFS.